We bless you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Yes, yes, God. Thank you for all you have done. We pray your name for all the things that you have done. We pray for all that you have been to us. Oh, you've heard the reading of the scripture. It is another story of how God blesses us. How God allows us to hasten to his Lord. How we heal from the Lord. How we are blessed of the Lord. And so God, I ask you to let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Not of Keith Brown, but of you. Yeah, yeah, we praise yeah. you in Jesus' name. All God's children said amen. In the words of the the modern English version of the Bible, verse 2 is well known in this Bible study that now in Jerusalem by the sheep gate, uh, and it was called that because the uh, the gate was uh, at the sheep market at the north side of the temple. And beside that was a pool, which in Hebrew is called Bethesda. It had five porches, and, and the Bible says in these, talking about the porches, lay a great crowd of invalids, blind folk, lame folk, paralyzed folk, all waiting for the movement of the water. You see, for God, an angel went down at a certain time uh, into the pool and stirred up the water. After stirring the water, whoever stepped in first was healed of whatever disease he or she had. Imagine that. But let me, let me tell you, it was a hard thing to get in the pool. We can ask this certain man because verse 5 says, uh, and the text didn't call his name, but it says that there was a certain man who had an illness for 38 years. Been getting to the pool somehow for 38 years, Brother CJ. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been in that condition a long time, Pastor I, he said to the man, do you, do you want to be healed? My Lord, all right, all right. You see, refugees, God is an omniscient, yeah, omniscient yeah. God. Thank you, Lord. He knows everything about us. Oh, my Lord. But how many of you know that He knows how to test us? Amen. To see what we know about ourselves. In other words, how bad do you want a blessing from the Lord? All right. Are you willing to be obedient yes. to Him and yes. go through hell and high water? 
to receive the blessing. All right, now. I, I hope you are, are hearing me. You, you, you're letting God show you how to pass the test. All right. And so as we look at the text again, Jesus said, do you want to be healed? And the sick man answered with what we always like to do, an excuse. It was valid, but it was an excuse nonetheless. And he said, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred. But while I'm coming, that means while I'm trying to get in the pool, another one steps. Another person comes and steps in right before me, before right. I can get in. And so Jesus, who is fully God, I, by the way, I have never preached from this text and I was waiting when God told me this was, then I was like, thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, come on. And because here was that Jesus, who was fully God and fully man, he's looking at the hard things that set before this man and his condition. I believe the Lord wants me to talk to you today from this metaphorical uh -huh. sermon topic. It's a hard thing yes. to get in the pool. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's a metaphorical metaphorical title, meaning that it is symbolic of how hard life can be. How much that we can have things go wrong in our lives. How that there are many things in our lives that will keep us from reaching our goals and purposes. But we have to go and try the hard thing anyway. And then what that sign says back in the back of the church, we can do hard things. Oh yeah, it's going to be a while before we let this one go. So y'all just get it right. So let me tell you a, a, a quick story and I'll hurry up and get out of the way. Driving on the road down to my house uh, is usually loaded with a lot of cars. And there's, when you're getting ready to go up by my house to get to my house, the road has several lanes, which it shrinks down to two. And then there's one lane that you have to make a hard right turn to go down to a set of apartments. And the other road is one single lane going on down to where I live. So the cars have to make the right turn if they're in the right lane, sister. You know, and they, there are cars that you know uh, they'll they'll as they do dilly and dally and try to get in, in front of you and try to do whatever they can. But but they know if they're in that right lane, they've got to turn right at some point in their journey. <laughs> So the cars have to make the right turn or they run the risk of running out of road. <laughs> and, and so here comes last week this man that, you know, because I, I don't drive super fast anymore. <laughs> and, and, and so here I am. Look at your wife. <laughs> taking my time. She knows it to be <laughs> Behind me, 
Reverend Veronica, and he's going to decide that he needs to try to stay in the right lane as long as possible. And we're both going up to that one single point. And he gets all the way up to the end of that right lane and can't turn right. So he is trying to jump over in front of him. Almost tore his car up. You hear me? If it hadn't been for the grace of the Lord, he would have been maybe even six feet under. Rides right in front of me. Jumps right in front of me. I had to slow down even more than what I was slowing down. So put yourself in the same predicament that this man also had to deal with. Here comes these people jumping in in front of him all the time. All right, all right. His plight is one that he he has a hard time getting into pool to be blessed. You know, I had a swimming pool once, and, and, and I realized that the hardest thing about having it was you had to maintain it before you jumped in. You had to have the water stirring just right. You had to make sure that the balance of the chemicals was just right. You had to keep it clean enough so that you could be blessed by it, a.k.a. you could swim with right. clean water. And all the clean water will be all over your body. Oh, yeah, I had a good time back then. But in this story, Jesus takes the hardest work of maintaining a spirit-filled pool to another level. Hear me now, hear me now. You see, Jesus stood next to the man who was laying next to the pool, or in the pool where the Savior had one of his seraphims cleansing and doing miraculous hard things in the pool for the sick and the afflicted. And, that, and he, they did this at least once a year. But Jesus came along and he did something miraculous for this man's circumstances of 38 years. He did something for his malady of 38 years. He did something no doubt for his sorrow of 38 years and watch this he does it without even using the pool all right amen amen, amen. that's why i wanted to preach this I know how to he heals a man and the man never had to take a dip in the pool all right. yeah, yeah. in other words jesus usurped the view that these, those sick and afflicted people had to receive their healing by calling uh, in a secondhand blessing, what I call a secondhand blessing, because he is an angel working on behalf of God. But what is more wonderful about this story is that the source of all healing power. Yeah. The yeah. first hand yeah. 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 directly yeah. came yeah. and he touched the situation. Yeah. Yeah. He was, didn't need to use the pool. Yeah. He had to show up in the crowd and just the fact that he showed up. Made everything worthwhile. Yeah. Sometimes our source will show up in our areas 
and our lives directly. All right. Thank you, God. Sometimes we may be looking for God to bless us one way. But he provides the blessing in a total different way. Pastor, I preached that to me this morning before we even got to church. I told her, get out of my sermon. And he was one for me. Sometimes Jesus, and I know some of y'all too, Sometimes Jesus will take a hard thing. My Lord. After you waited and you waited. <laughs> and you tarried like the old folks say. And you watched others get their blessing oh, long before you Come could on. see yours. Come on. Come on. Uh, and, and you wonder when is it your turn. Yes, and over time you see God make a miracle out of you.
just need a touch from Jesus. You just need a word from the Lord. You just need him to bless you right now. Let me raise my hand. It's like I need sometimes to bless me yeah. right now. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear no haranguing and, and oh, no uh, all crazy stuff. I'm trying to get the blessing right now. Right now. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Right now. I'm going to be out of your hand. Come on, Lord. Yeah, I'm going Keep on shaving. <laughs> Now the man Mr. Swan didn't even know who Jesus was, but because he knew there was evidence of a healing in the crowd. Because he knew there was evidence of hope in the crowd. And because he knew there was evidence, Brother Fred, of encouragement in the crowd. Even after 38 years, he figured out he could get what he needed for his soul without getting into the And then now the Bible doesn't even say how he got there. It doesn't say he rolled up in a wheelchair. Didn't say he he was there on crutches. Didn't say the man had movement so he just inched and fell into the pool as soon as the water was there. No, it don't say anything. It says simply that he was healed at the source. And I'm sure if you're like me, sometimes your fleshly mind will take over and you begin to ask questions. What was the man waiting for? Perhaps as we all do sometimes, he we might say he'd he been waiting for the stars to align. Y'all huh. know how we yeah, say yeah. Uh, He might have been waiting for, uh, as he inched closer to the pool, he dreamed up a few more excuses about why he missed his blessing. But the Bible tells us that sometimes it's a hard thing to get in the pool. Yeah. Take it figuratively again. Because some of us can be too slow. Yeah. You know how we are. If you snooze, you lose. Oh, I love you, y'all. Help me. And God has been waiting for us, some of us, way too long. Uh, He's been waiting us to show some signs of movement. Not just sit there and wait for Him to do all the work. Not wait so long that that expensive Rolex, Rolex uh, timepiece that you wear uh, uh, stops telling time. I hope y'all are hearing me now. But when Jesus came on, what did he do? He showed how he specialized in things that seem impossible to us. Hallelujah. That's a shouting point right there. You know the things that occur in life when you have something so perplexing, so hard, so untimely, so unbearable that you don't know what to do. So what do we do? What we must do, we, we, we start to 
gain perspective. The answer is that the Lord challenged the man to do something. It's right there in the text. Verse 8. He told the man, rise, pick up your sleeping mat, and walk by the power of God. Yeah, all right. All right. Rise. Pick up your sleeping mat and walk by the power of God. The power that God allows the angel to put in the pool. Mm. We need to do something. Yeah, yeah. We need to check with the source. Yeah. That must mean get in prayer. Yeah. And we must trust Him without a doubt because the pools of life may not even be necessary. We don't need them always because God specifically, if He wants to, he will get involved. Yes, he will. And so, one, two, three. Let us rise above our circumstances. One, two, three. Let us pick up our beds filled with life's twists and turns. And one, two, three. Then walk right through the circumstances by the power of the Almighty. Hallelujah. I can imagine the man looked at the 38 years of hardship and he said to himself, not only is this a hard thing to get in the pool, but now this man is telling me to rise up. And it's a hard thing when your legs don't seem to work. It's a hard thing to take up your bed when you have no strength to lift. Anything. All right. And definitely it's a hard thing to walk when your legs and your feet won't carry you. But let me say it this way. It's a hard thing to rise above your financial worries when you don't seem to have enough money. It's a hard thing to pick up the beds of life when that when you have been zapped from all and you feel just like you are still an invalid. It's a hard thing to walk with when there is no earthly reason for you to feel like you can walk. I'm sure he said all this in his mind. The same thing that some of us may have done in our own circumstances. Oh, but in verses 7 and 8. The text says that the miracle occurred that in the middle of the man's circumstances, he rose. In the middle of his circumstances, he picked up his bed. And in the middle of all the hell and, and things that he had in his life, he walked with the light of Christ anointing him. That's another shouting point. I'm telling you, this, this one is for me. I, and, and there's a lot there that I know is just for you. All right. So I, I want to ask you a question or two, and then I'm going to sit there. Have you ever had a situation, a circumstance, uh, an issue that you were so frustrated by? My Lord. Because it was such a hard thing to do. Yeah. But in the midst of it all, you called on the one 
feel specialized. God immediately helped you Amen. get your healing yep. in the healing pool yes. without you even getting wet. Didn't he do it? Yes. You know how all the preachers are old and, and some of the ones out there now said, did he do it? Yes. Won't he do it? Yes. I know he will. Yes, he will. Yes. So now let me ask you uh, uh, something else. Somebody ought to be able to forget those things when they're sitting next to you and they are getting into poop or getting the blessing before you. And are you happy for the immediacy of God when it's your turn? 